0: Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at the Table, presented by the Charleston Area Urban League. I'm your host, Saida Odi, and I would like to welcome one of our staff members that lead our fair housing program, which is Carolina Mascarin. Hey, Carolina, um, thank you so much for coming to chat with us and explaining about the program. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've worked with the Urban League? Hi, Saïda, and thank you for opening this space for us to uh, be able
1: to talk about fair housing. My name is Carolina Mascarin. I've been working with the Charleston Urban League for uh, almost uh, twelve years. Uh, I got here in September of two thousand nine, and I've been involved in the housing program uh, more directly with the fair housing uh, initiative. Okay, great, great. So what inspired you
0: to work in public service?
1: Um, It was faith, what it Mm -hmm. brought me here. Um, I've worked before uh, when I did my internship in Colombia. I'm from Bogota, Colombia. I worked in an agency that served um, underserved people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, that was my first experience with nonprofits Mm -hmm. or community service. And then when I got here to the States, I started working with the TV station, uh, the local TV station, the Spanish local TV station. And Mm -hmm. then um, I got a job offer. I retired from there, got kids. And then Mm -hmm, after that, uh, I was looking for something that I would... A, would have more flexibility, but also uh, be serving more the community. And these open up, and since then, I've been here.
0: That's great, and we are so so great to have you here. I'm so appreciative of all of the work that you do. That is fantastic. Um, so, the fair housing program. Tell us about that and its services. The fair housing program
1: is a program that the Charleston Urban League has been leading for a while uh, mm-hmm. we are the agency in charleston south carolina in charleston msa area who have been doing this uh for at least 20 years um yeah wow mm-hmm. in the charleston area um the city of charleston had somebody doing this and after this person retired it was led to us um the fair housing program has an importance in a community um uh, more because um the residents don't know what fair housing is. Mm-hmm. So uh, the main goal of the program, excuse me, is educate the residents in the area to know what is fair housing, and what are their rights, um, but also if they feel that they have been discriminated against in any housing transaction or matter, um, we're here to help and to counsel them. And then if it has to proceed to a housing discrimination complaint, we're mm-hmm. here for them to that as well.
0: Okay. Great. Okay. Um, So, with the housing market and inflation and with everything going on, um, how do you feel about the state of the housing and renting market and what it's doing to the community?
1: Well, I think this has been going for a while, and specifically in Charleston. Mm -hmm. We've noticed the increase of rent, and South Carolina is one of the few states that don't have a cop rent, so we see the increase of rent due to inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, landlords have to also to accommodate their, their, themselves to whatever the inflation is. Right. Uh, at this moment, uh, the disadvantage that we have is that Charleston, and we have been talking about it for a while, with the city of Charleston, the city of North Charleston, the counties. Uh, how unaffordable uh, the housing market is becoming specifically in the cities where the people who need to live in affordable housing uh, they don't have access to it mm-hmm. but also they don't have uh, it, it's, it's, it's a way in the in, if they don't live in the city they have to think about transportation right so other factors that are affected by it, by the housing, unaffordability affect other factors. Um, If I don't live close to my work, which is unaffordable living in downtown Charleston now, I have Mm -hmm. to live in an area which is further away, but there's no public transportation. So if I don't have a car, I cannot get access. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of factors that uh, minorities and low-income people are affected by, uh, the current housing market. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Personally, like me, I live in an apartment and, um, the apartment that I live in is pretty, pretty old actually. (laughs) It's like a 20 year old building and they just skyrocketed the rent. Um, it's about maybe 1400, like with utilities and everything. And it's, it's honestly ridiculous and it just keeps going up. And I mean, but it's great that we offer something like this that can help people with, you know, um, budgeting and trying to figure out how to make the next move with, with the rent and, um, with housing. And and I'm glad that you guys like work on this type of issue because it is so important right now, but, um. Yeah. So I also understand that you are well-versed in financial literacy. We talked about that a little bit. Um, so can you explain what that means as well as some of the other counseling services that we offer? In the Charleston Urban
1: League, well, I'm going to go education, uh-huh. education uh, <laughs> because we believe without the education uh, in certain areas, uh, you, cannot succeed, you cannot succeed in some uh, areas that you want to become successful. Right. Um, So in the housing market, um, if you want to buy a house or if you want to rent a house or if you want to live a budget alive, um, you have to have some type of financial knowledge. Uh Um, What we try to do first here is to talk to the client if they have to come to us Uh uh, because this is the first step. Uh You have to see the need of becoming successful in your financial literacy absolutely yeah. in your financial life so what we try to do with our clients is that when they come we see what uh, are their financial um life or mm-hmm. how, yeah, how right. or how how they're handling their their finances by doing that we just meet one uh, we meet the first time mm-hmm. and we want to see for them we give them a paper in which they're going to write down every single expense that they have for a month. Then we see them the following month. Mm-hmm. After the first m- month visit, we see a more um, a, a close-up of how they're handling their, mm-hmm. their finances. But by that exercise, a lot of people realize how much are they spending, how much they don't need to spend, yeah. how much they should be saving. Uh, because when you see...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see it, it makes a when big difference. when you see it makes a lot of
1: difference, and when you do the exercise, even to writing five dollars for gum or ten dollars in Chick Fil A, or mm-hmm. you know, the, right. it, it, it it's helps. The little things. Yeah. It's the little things that add up. Yeah, and when uh, so so I like that about the program. And then whenever they start uh, the second time that we meet, uh, we try to create a program that it works for them, but it's not us doing the program for them. Uh-huh. It's them working with us, with our counseling, and see if they can get to the next step. Uh-huh. We see a lot of success on this. Um, we do also first-time homebuyers, and without the financial knowledge, we cannot send somebody to buy a house, because right. first you have to have financial literacy, especially if you don't have uh, a lot of budget in order uh-huh. for you to to, to spend more and then go whatever with the financial crisis in 2009 happened. Right. So we have to educate people. And this is one of the main goals that we try to say here is you're able to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You're able to rent. But also, obviously, depending on what type of the financial uh, jobs you're that you're yeah. in. Mm-hmm. But it's you also have to be clear on, on what your finances are and how you can budget better.
0: uh uh-huh. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, that's something I have to work on too. (laughs) Um, definitely with like the pandemic and how easy it is to like online shop and just, you know, go out to eat and, and all of that. And it's like, wow, okay, this adds up. Oh man. So, um, that's great. That's great that you guys do that. So, um, what are some of your suggestions for the working class to stay afloat in this economy right now? i know right big <laughs> <Good> question
1: <laughs> it's a really open question just to, so so for us in order for in general all of us um anything you just mentioned the pandemic uh-huh. we the world was closed up for two years pretty much yeah, and yeah. We we're learning how to interact and learn and, and live again uh-huh. um i think uh how you can be successful i wish uh we can get back financial literacy back to schools
0: uh-huh.
1: that's a um, main goal that we should all have in government I, I don't know if that's something that we can do but financial literacy is basic um and that's what has gotten us to this point in mm-hmm. many ways too many people mm-hmm. because we don't know how to handle our finances
0: right. um yeah we don't mm-hmm. we that's don't not something we're taught we don't right? yeah
1: and also when when you have a credit card you don't you just see the money the things coming right. in but you don't see the money going out mm-hmm. uh so i think financial literacy is the basics and teach that from the beginning when you if you have kids start teaching that when they're young teach uh-huh. them how to save teach uh-huh. them how to work for their money teach them how yes you earn this money and you're allowed to spend this much money because you also you work for it uh-huh. but also you need to save this money so I think financial literacy in at home if oh. it's not starting a school if it starts at home start teaching your children good habits of um of finances
0: absolutely um, yeah.
1: and then at home i think not only the middle class the low although cl- the, the, the lower income um I'm not low-class, or I'm I'm just saying the uh, middle, uh, Mm low-income access. Right, yeah, it's a class system, yeah. Not only us, we need to start uh, thinking about it. Everybody needs to start thinking about um, new ways. Because the world right now is different. Mm -hmm. um, It's pretty competitive.
0: Right, yeah. And
1: uh, many things have changed. Mm -hmm. So I think starting a home is the basics, but also... It's it's hard now. It's yeah. it's hard to 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 just make a change, from and this snap Yeah, it. just like
0: that, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like with financial literacy, um, basically you just need to adapt. And if you don't know how to do that, you know, you need to be flexible with your budget. Then it's pretty impossible to adapt to this economy because you're right; it's always changing. And I mean, things are getting more and more expensive, more expensive day by day. Um, <laughs> but um, and the yeah. seven
1: twenty five. Minimum wage is not yeah. affordable for many families. So mm-hmm. it's not only how they can save, I know a lot of people who have minimum wage and they try to save but they're like yeah, if
0: they I don't can. pay my
1: if I don't pay my rent, mm-hmm. I cannot pay my utilities. Right. If I and then they live in, in these houses mm-hmm. or apartments where there's no insulation. So mm-hmm. their electrical bills are super high. So they have to pay electricity or rent. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a cat. Yeah. It's it's so hard hard. it's hard to it's It's hard hard. to and then we have to I think the main goal here would be talking to government agencies and try to create a change in Uh which landlords who are not good and more accountable for Mm
0: -hmm, right yeah legislation is definitely a big deal that's something that we need to get better with Mm -hmm. um with that being said vote in the primaries (laughs) (laughs) it's very important um but yeah you have definitely dropped a lot of gems um thank you so much for your just advice and um, taking the time to do this because people need to know um that there is someone in the Charleston area that can help. And um, we offer a lot of different services to help people stay on their feet because the world is changing and we have to keep up. Mm -hmm. But um, thank you so much, Carolina. This has been fantastic (laughs) thank you for Um, your time of course of course thank you Uh, with that being said (laughs) thank you so much for tuning into our podcast about fair housing Um, again if you are interested please check out our website it is www.ctul.org if you'd like to donate that would be greatly appreciated Um, we are a nonprofit, so we are donation and grant based And this episode could not have been possible without the support of our donors, members, and supporters. So from all of us at the CAUL, stay safe and well.